coming up on today's Finding Peace Within podcast. He offers strength to those that don't eat at all. Even my kids are becoming exhausted because I don't cook healthy meals for them and my husband will be weak along with the rest of us. But those who prepare healthy meals and eat before 7 p.m. will find new strength. They will feel energized and burn calories and lose weight. They will run three miles and not give out of breath. (laughs) They will walk upstairs and will not faint. Now get your pen and your pad as we continue to take this journey to finding peace within together. Hello and welcome to Finding Peace Within with Lisa L. Dalton. I am your host, Lisa L. Dalton. If this is your first time visiting Finding Peace Within, welcome to the podcast. If you are a repeat guest, welcome back. Finding Peace Within was created to help you find your authentic self through spiritual awareness. And how do we do that? Well, we do that by studying the Word of God, being honest with who we are, and making the necessary changes we need to do in order to find peace within our souls. If you would like to connect with me on social media, you can find me on Facebook under Lisa Dalton, on Twitter at I am Lisa L. Dalton, Instagram, Lisa.Dalton, and LinkedIn. Lisa L. Dalton. So get your pen and your pad as we continue to take this journey to finding peace within together. Before we get into our lesson today, I would like to give a shout out again to my husband, Stephen Dalton and the Leviticus Singers for being number one on the Nielsen BDS radio billboards for the 10th time this year. We are so excited about what God is doing in our lives and for the ministry. If you haven't gotten the single, God is Love, you can download it on all digital music outlets. And you can also go to YouTube and search for God is Love, Stephen Dalton. And watch the real life video that tells the story of the song. I know everybody um, don't do digital downloads. So if you want a CD, you can hit my husband up on Facebook. Um... Uh, Leviticus Charlotte or Steve Dalton and you can find us there and we will be glad to get one in the mail to you we also have merchandise we have t-shirts and we have hoodies so if you would like one you can also hit him up on Facebook that is Leviticus Charlotte or Stephen Dalton we have a great show today something that we've been working on for the past three weeks now this is week four into our self-care challenge this week we will talk about um, what does the bible say about health and fitness what does the bible say about us taking care of ourselves Um, i have a saying as a fitness trainer if you take care of your heart the weight will follow the bible also tells us that out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks matters of life sits in the heart of man with that being said how we how we treat our hearts really is seen on the outside i talked last week about 
life is an inside job. Whatever we do on the inside manifests on the outside. Whatever you put on the inside of you manifests on the outside. So this week, what does the Bible say about health and fitness? I hope you have been doing yourself challenges. If not, you got to go back um, three weeks and get caught up on all the things that we've talked about in doing our self-care. Now, as we get ready to um, go into our lesson, we will open up with a word of prayer. Lord, we thank you for this day. We honor you, O oh God. We just thank you for your love and your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for everything that you're doing in our lives. We ask that you be with us as we go through this study. Allow us to see how important it is for us to take care of our bodies. For we do not belong to ourselves. We belong to you. And you've given us a perfect gift. Because everything you made, you said was good. And it's up to us to take care of the gift. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. So let's get into this lesson again. Um, excuse my voice. I do have allergies. So if you have allergies, you can understand where I'm coming from. The green stuff is still hanging around, but yet we're going to go on in the strength of the Lord. So what does the Bible say about health and fitness? I've gone through the Bible and I've found a lot of scriptures that talks about how we should treat our bodies and what the body can do for you. And what the body does when we don't treat it right. You know, um, the Bible has answers to everything we need in this world. Everything. If you don't read any book, the Bible would be the book you need to read. It answers all things. They said the Bible is the basic instructions before leaving earth. Get it. Get you a really good study Bible. And just allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you. Here's my first scripture related to our health and fitness and fitness and health is a part of our self care because if you're not taking care of your body, how in the world are you going to take care of other people? You are your first priority. I said that in my first book, you are the most important person to yourself. So love yourself. Here we go. First Corinthians six nineteen through 20. So if you have your Bibles, Go ahead and get them out. First Corinthians six nineteen through 20. Don't you know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit? The Spirit is in you and you have received the Spirit from God. You do not belong to yourselves. Christ has paid the price for you. So use your bodies in a way that honors God. Yes. God paid a price for us. Jesus died on the Christ on the cross for us. We just celebrated resurrection weekend um, a couple of weekends ago. We we owe it to him to take care of ourselves. Just imagine a parent giving their child a car for the first time and they don't wash it. They don't get the oil changed. They don't make sure it's running right. They keep it dirty. Mm. They put the wrong type of gas in it. Can you imagine what that's going to do to the engine? Our bodies is our engine. This is my this is my version. So I've taken every scripture and I rearranged it to fit our health and fitness. Now here's my version of 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20. 
my version is i plead with you to give your bodies to healthy eating and exercise because of all he has done for you let your body be a healthy and separated sacrifice meaning your body is god's body put healthy things inside of it and when people see you people see that you're making sacrifices by not going to the fast food restaurants and eating bad things so that's your sacrifice saying no to bad food (laughs) and to some of us that is a sacrifice because we love it so much here's the truths and promises First Timothy four, seven through nine. So let's go there. I am using my electronic Bible. So let's go to first Timothy. Let's go here. First Timothy. Boom, boom, boom. First Timothy four. There we go. Seven through nine. Have nothing to do with godless myths and old wives' tales. Rather, train yourself to be godly. For physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things. Holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. Spend time and energy in training your spiritual fitness. So even though we're spending time training our our minds for uh, for school or whatever it is you're studying, we need to also study and train for spiritual fitness because physical exercise has value. Physical exercise has value, but spiritual exercise is much more important. For the promise is a reward in both life today and for life to come. So whatever you do today would be a value to you tomorrow. That's the title of my third book, Today's Investments, Tomorrow's Return. Whatever you do today will be a value to you tomorrow. And you take care of what you value. And we all value our bodies. So we should take care of our bodies. Because many of us have taken... Um, That scripture, literally, we spend a lot of time in the word, praying and seeking God, but we don't spend time exercising and taking care of our bodies. The Lord wants us to have balance. We can't be, what is it, earthly minded, that we're, we're heavenly minded and we're no earthly good. We want to be good here on earth, right? Yes. Proverbs 14 and 30, a peaceful heart leads to a healthy body. And jealousy is like cancer in the bones. Wow, let's think about that. A peaceful heart leads to a healthy body. That's Proverbs 14 and 30. But jealousy is like cancer in the bones. Here's my version of that scripture. A healthy body leads to a peaceful heart and will be, and will be free of jealousy. Because I am secure in who I am and cancer or any other disease will not dwell in my life. Any other dis-ease, whether it's cancer, whether it's high blood, whether it's diabetes. And we already know what the statistics say about you know African Americans that we are a high um, community with high blood and diabetes. 
So why would we not take care of our bodies? That's what it says. And our hearts will be at peace. When you're not feeling well, you're worried. You're concerned about things. You miss time from work. Your family has to take care of you. If you've ever watched the this, this show, um, My 600 Pound Life, I feel more sorry for the caregivers because their lives have been put on hold to take care of someone who is not disciplined and someone who hasn't dealt with their demons. We got to deal with our demons, y'all. When it comes to how we treat ourselves, why would you not take care of yourself? Why would you not just take time and just walk down the block? A lot of us get off work and we sit still and we don't get up and move. We spend so much time on social media. Uh, I'm not even going to get on that soapbox. And I am, I, I do, I do podcasts, obviously. I do write blogs, obviously. But guys, y'all got to pull away from the social media. Proverbs 3, 7 through 9. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Then you will have healing from your body and strength for your bones. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. So lean not on lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him, for he will direct your path. You will have strength for your bones and for your body. This is my version. Don't be impressed with your own decisions about your health because obviously you're not making the right ones. Instead, fear the bad foods, fear donuts, fear potato chips, fear cookies. I know this may sound real corny, but this is the truth. And turn away from the bad foods. Turn to the good things. Then you will have healing from your body and strength from your for your bones whatever is in the ground that's how our, our seniors our, our ancestors they lived off the land they they planted their own gardens they raised their own meat they raised their own chicken nothing was processed nothing had additives in it the food couldn't live forever if they didn't cure it and put it in put some salt on it and hung it up to dry they didn't have all these problems because they didn't go get processed foods I think when I was a little girl, the first um, fast food restaurant I can remember back home was Hermes. <laughs> they had the best French fries. Oh my God, they had the best French fries. But to go to Hermes was a treat for us because my mom cooked. My grandma cooked dinner. What is in the root? If it has a root, it is good for you. Stuff that's in the fast food restaurants do not have roots. Cookies do not have a root. <laughs> they don't have a seed. You shouldn't be living off of fast food. Psalm 63 and 5. God satisfied me more than the richest of foods. The word of God will add life. And the word of God is telling us how to live our lives. Yes, it is. God satisfied me more than the gallon of butter pecan ice cream that I absolutely love with chocolate cake that I absolutely love. I go home 
to see my parents. There's this little store called the Grits and Grocery in Pageland, South Carolina. And man, they give you, oh God, two scoops of ice cream. I always get mine on a cone when I go down for $2.12. And it, it's so high. If it was here, it probably would be $5. But that's a treat for me to get that butter pecan ice cream because it's dipped and it's so good but i don't go there every day i only go home maybe you know every three months i may go home and when i'm coming home i get that ice cream that's a treat for me but that's not something i do every day and no you shouldn't deprive yourself from the things you like things you enjoy i know on weight watchers you you're allowed to have certain amount of sweets because it's a point system so if you have, you know, one uh, Wendy's Frosty is six points. That's a lot of points for ice cream, though. But if the, if you want to treat yourself, you have to count those points. Just remember, too much of anything is not good for you. Too much of anything, even too much lettuce is not good for you. Let's go to our next scripture. That's Second Corinthians. I'm going to find it on the electronic Bible. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. I know I may sound like I'm fussing, but that's because I really, really, I believe what I'm talking about. I live this life as a fitness trainer, as a health and fitness person. This is my lifestyle. And I know I can run two miles. I can run three miles, run up the street, come back home. I can do my exercises without giving, giving out a breath. I can walk up the stairs without giving out a breath. I'm committed to a healthy lifestyle. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. Here is my version. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ... He is no longer living off one meal a day and has now started eating daily three meals and two snacks. Our bodies cannot live off of one meal a day. Some people think because they are not eating a lot, people say, well, I don't eat but one meal a day. Well, that's nothing to be proud of. Why? Because the body needs to continue to have fuel. The body is fuel for the body. Food is fuel for the body. Just like gas is fuel for the car. I explain it this way. So if you have a Mack truck and you travel a lot, it's going to need more gas. First of all, the tank is bigger. So you're going to need more gas. If you travel a lot, you're going to need more gas to put in that truck. If you have a small car like a a Fiat type of car and the tank is small but you don't move, it's not going to require a lot of gas. So if you are a big person, you're going to need fuel, especially if you're moving. Now, if you're a Mack truck and you have a big tank and you fill it up and you don't move, you're not getting the right amount of gas. You cannot get in your car, say you're going to go to New York, and you don't fill it up. 
the plan is for you not to stop. It's not going to happen if you don't put gas in it. That's when I train people and we're lifting weights and they, and they're strong and they can barely lift 10 pounds, three weight, three reps. They're already giving out. I ask them, did you eat today? And most of the time the answer is no. Well, you cannot lift weights if you haven't eaten. The body does what we call human cannibalism. Whenever you don't eat, the body begins to store fat and it eats off itself. If you don't give your body any food, you have to breakfast, break the fast. Even if you're doing intermittent fasting, so you're eating eight hours a day between 11 and 7, you need to find a way to get a breakfast, a lunch, a dinner, and two snacks in there. You got to do that. It's important for your body. Exodus fifteen twenty six. If you listen carefully to the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his eyes, if you pay attention to his commands and keep all his decree, I will not bring on you any other disease I brought on, on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. Here he's saying, this is my version. If I listen carefully to the voice of my stomach and do what is right in the eyes of my body, if I pay attention to the commands of my heart and keep all of its beats in rhythm, you will not suffer from heart problems. You will not suffer from diabetes. For I am the Lord who heals you. We have the power to take care of ourselves. We have the power if we listen to what our stomach is saying. If your stomach is growling, it's not growling for a bag of chips. It's not bad, um, growling for a nap. It's not growling for a bag of popcorn. It's growling for some substance. My grandma will say, I'm fixing you some grits. Something that can stick to your stomach. <laughs> she didn't fix me cereal cereal is for quick mornings but we for breakfast school mornings even when I did have cereal she would put a banana in there cornflakes Kellogg's cornflakes not frosted flakes cornflakes with a banana 2% milk bananas would stick to your, to your stomach remember we gotta eat foods of substance if it goes in the microwave it's quick it's not going to last anything fast will not last that's just how it is that if it's quick that's with anything even success quick success will not last isaiah 40 29 through 31 he gives power to those who are tired and worn out he offers strength to the weak Every youth will become exhausted and young men will fall. But those who wait on the Lord will find new strength. They will fly high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and won't faint. I love that scripture. This is my version. He gives power to those who are eating dinner at 9 p.m and who stay up after 1.30 a.m. Sounds like grace to me. He offers strength to those that don't eat at all. 
Even my kids are becoming exhausted because I don't cook healthy meals for them and my husband will be weak along with the rest of us. But those who prepare healthy meals and eat before 7 p.m. will find new strength. They will feel energized and burn calories and lose weight. They will run three miles and not give out of breath. <laughs> they will walk upstairs and will not faint. That's what happens when you eat three meals and two snacks a day. That's three healthy meals. You can't eat all your calories in one meal. You got to break them out. No less than 1,200 calories a day. No less than. Cut the sugar out. If you can, begin cutting the sugar out. If it ends with O-S-E, it is not a good sugar. So God gives strength. He even says that your kids are exhausted. Everything that's exhausted, even the youth will become exhausted. He said, your children are exhausted. They sleep late. They stay up late and they play video games all day. They don't get outside and run and exercise. Max and I have been exercising since he's been home from college got to let him know bud you can't sit around all day you got to get some exercise in so i'm holding his feet to the fire and we have been committed so parents get out there and exercise with your children psalm 145 15 through 16 that's psalm 145 15 through 16 the eyes of all look to you in hope you give them food as they need it. When you open your hand, you satisfy the hunger and thirst of every living thing. This is my version. The eyes of your family look to you for guidance. You give them happy meals and supersized meals for food as you don't feel like cooking. When you open your hand, you satisfy your family with your lack of planning plan your meals plan what you need to pick up from the grocery store healthy meals are not in the middle of the grocery store as a nutritionist we train people shop on the outside aisles everything you need is on the outside of the grocery store start to the right that's your fresh food your fruits and your vegetables go around to the back most grocery stores are made up the same way you have your meat then you keep going down you have your frozen food you go further down you got your dairy you come up you got your eggs and then you head out <laughs> that's it you may go get some bread some peanut butter but stay away from the middle of the aisles and plan your foods, plan your food, plan your meals for your children, for your husband, for yourself. Plan your meals. Don't get oodles and noodles. And it doesn't cost a lot to eat healthy, y'all. It really doesn't. Psalm 107, 19. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble and he saved them from their distress. He sent forth his word and healed them. He rescued them from the grave. Here's my version. Then they cried to the Lord because they have high blood pressure and have become obese. And because of his love, he saved them from what they did to themselves. 
He sent forth a good personal trainer and nutritionist to help rescue them from the grave. God will give us everything we need. He is a supplier. So he rescues us from the troubles, from the sin, from what we've done to our bodies. How we treat our bodies is a sin. I tell people when they eating food, I say, no, that's sin. Just see you gobbling down them triple burgers. That's the sin. What you're doing to yourself. You deserve more. Proverbs 3, oh Lord, Proverbs 3, 7 through 8. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn your back on evil. Then you'll gain renewed health and vitality. Don't be impressed with the fancy foods. Don't be impressed with the double layer chocolate cakes. Instead, fear what will happen if you eat three slices in one day. Turn your backs on your desires. Then you'll gain renewed health and energy. Most people eat a candy bar when they are feeling down. They'll get, eat all that sugar and you will immediately get a high, a gigantic burst of energy. But then when it wears off, it's a big drop. That's not what you want. It's best to eat an apple, an orange, pear, a banana, some type of natural sugar food. Don't get a candy bar. Don't get a Snickers bar. That sugar is just going to spike your, um, your sugar level up. And then when it wears off, you're going to just be just as tired. When people eat a full meal for lunch, a whole lot of carbohydrates, I'm like, yo, how are you able to stay awake? Because that sugar will weigh you down. Psalm 38, 3 through 8. Because of your anger, my whole body is sick. My health is broken because of my sin. My guilt overwhelms me. It is a burden too heavy to bear. My wounds fester and stink because of my foolish sins. I am bent over and racked with pain. My days are filled with grief. A raging fever burns within me and my health is broken. I am exhausted and completely crushed. My groans come from an anguished heart. Oh my God, Paul, I mean, David sounds so weary right here. This is my version. Because of my abuse and disobedience, my whole body is sick. My health is not good because of the decisions I've made about healthy eating and exercise. My guilt is overwhelming because I know what to do. It is a burden for me and my family, one I wish I didn't have to bear. My wounds aggravate me and I am angry because of my foolishness. There is not a day that goes by that my body is not wrecked with pain. My days are filled with taking more medication than I can keep up with. My immune system continues to fight the infection that flows through my body and my health is the worst it's ever been. I am tired and completely lost on how to improve my health. My cries come from a place of a broken heart. 
I want to encourage you. There is hope. There is hope. Hebrews 12 and 12. So take a new grip with your tired hands. Stand firm on your shaky legs and mark out a straight, smooth path for your feet. So that those that follow you, though you're weak and lame, will not fall and hurt themselves, but become strong. Here is my final word to you today. Put a plan in place, even though you are tired. Stand firm on the strength you have today and put together a successful, fail-proof plan that will satisfy you. It's specific, it's clear, it's concise on what you need to do for your family, for yourself. Even though they are in the same boat with you, we're all in this together. We have each other's back. Old habits will be turned away from. We will not hurt ourselves anymore. We will become stronger in our bodies, in our mind, in our souls, in our spirit. God wants us to prosper and be in good health even as our soul prospers. Third John 1 and 2. Take care of yourselves. You're only going to get one body. We're not going to get another one. It's not like a kidney. You can get a transplant. It's not like a heart. You can get a transplant. Your heart is the size of a fist. Don't put more on it than it can bear. There is so much out here in this world for you to enjoy. But you cannot do it if you're not taking care of yourself. Your mind, your spirit, your soul, and your body. I pray this was helpful to you. Take time. Go outside. Exercise. Walk a mile up. Walk a mile back. Exercise and healthy eating does a body good. Let's close out in prayer. Lord, we thank you for this day. We honor you, oh God. We just thank you for your love, oh God. We just thank you for the gift of life. Give us the courage we need to do, to have, to value what you've given us. Let us remember we belong to you. And we want to be a good example and show you how much we care about ourselves by taking care of ourselves. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you all for listening. Go enjoy your life. Do it in a healthy way. Be blessed. Remember to smile, show up, succeed every day. Find peace within. A centered soul is a centered mind. Be blessed, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Finding Peace Within podcast with Lisa L. Dalton. Now remember, you can always connect with me on social media. Facebook under Lisa Dalton. Twitter at I am Lisa L. Dalton. Instagram Lisa.Dalton and LinkedIn Lisa L. Dalton. Visit my website 
findingpeacewithin.org where you can read some of my blogs, find the books that I've written, listen to previous podcasts, and even some of the workout videos that I've created. Until next time, remember to find peace within a centered soul is a centered mind. Be blessed.